street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. How are you? Do you have five minutes? Did we talk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Angelica? Yeah, yeah. Hi, how are you? It's good to see you. That's okay. Did you just get done working out or? No. Oh, just the hot weather. Okay. I'm recording just so you know. How are you doing? Yeah? I'm trying to get this job on campus. Oh, okay. Did I give you one of my cards? How come you're not emailing me? <laughs> I understand that um, discussing like a deeply held belief can be a scary thing. I get that. But I, I honestly do it in a very respectful manner. There's no pressure. Because like my conversations with people, they don't work well if, if you feel like obliged to do it or a pressure to do it. But if you're interested in, in really examining why you hold this belief, I would love to chat with you about it, okay? And if it's true, I want to know about it as well. I don't know if I've ever told you that. Like, if what you're believing in is true, I want to know about it. But if it's not true, or it may be the way that you're using to get there is not so reliable, I'd love to have that conversation with you as well. Dad, I just love Jesus so much. Yeah. You okay? Are you crying? Are you okay? Do you want to sit down? Does even the idea that the God doesn't exist upset you? No, it's, it's, I love him so much that when I find someone who doesn't, it breaks my heart. I was dead and now I'm alive and Christ. Everything is different. And I wish everybody could do that. It's not. If I could maybe help explain my position a little better, like if your God is real and the love is real, like the, that love that you're feeling, you're obviously feeling something. Like if that's true, Angelica, I want to know about it. That's one of the reasons I come out here to do it, to talk to people. Because you may know something I don't know, and if you do, I want to know about it. I don't care about people now. I can't have a lot of people. That's my 
greatest desires to um, share the love of God with those who are hopeless and don't have a purpose or feel like they don't have a purpose. But every morning whenever I wake up, I know that I live to glorify Him because sure. He deserves all the glory. Do you think that people have to have your God in their life to have a purpose? Jesus Christ is the only God. That didn't answer the question though. Can it there be people that don't believe in any uh, any gods and have wonderful, loving, meaningful lives? Yes. It's possible. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think I would be a good example of that. People can love and not and not believe in God. And I'm not saying that, but like His love is the ultimate love. It's the supreme love. And. Do you know that through faith? Did we, did we talk about faith last time a little? Yeah. I, I've encountered, I've encountered, I haven't seen him like, right in front of me, but I, I've encountered him and it changed everything. Like there's no way that I could go back anymore to the way that I was living before I knew Christ. How did you know that you encountered him? Did you? I mean, you, you didn't it, see him. It, okay. It, it's it's not just like a one-time thing. I I don't live my life based off of that first time that I encountered God. It's like you can. You believed in the God before you encountered Him. I thought it would be nice to believe in something, but before before that, I was just kind of living off of. Um, what people told me and like well maybe I should believe in this but after I had like my like I experienced God for myself that's when I made a decision for myself and everything changed after that. I got you okay is it fair to say that your belief that the God exists became even stronger after you experienced the God is it fair to say that your belief in the existence of the God was strengthened after you had the experience of the God? Yes. Okay. You're I'd like, yeah. Well, what's your name again? Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Do you have to go? I do. Okay. Uh, I could always just blur your face too if you're comfortable with that. Uh, what I mentioned to you before. What I'd love to do is run into a person several times. And I already ran into you once, and we had a great talk, but I wasn't... Was it twice? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember, I forgot your name the second time. But I remember this time. Um, but I think both instances I wasn't recording it. No, you weren't. Right. What I'd really love, if you're down for it, is to have three or four conversations with the same person. I'm going to ask you this. Do you want to believe true things in life? I don't, mean it to be, I don't mean to be condescending. Do you want to go through life believing things that are true? Okay. 
if that's the case, a friendly back and forth like we're doing shouldn't be I, scary. I can't. The thing is, I can't change your mind. I can't. Only he can. Only he can change your heart. And the Bible says that we plant the seeds and we water, but only he can grow it. So Even if that's true, like, okay, let's say maybe you can't change your own mind. I, I wouldn't go that far. I'd say maybe you could. But if you think that's the case, I don't want to second guess you. I guess I'm more, I more want to understand why you think it's true. Why, why you've committed yourself to this belief. Yeah, right. I, I, want to, I want to unpack that a little more. Would you be willing to honestly examine that with me in a respectful manner? I want to, I mean, I, I'll I tell you what I'm doing, just be super clear. I want to take a spotlight and shine it on the reasons why you think this God exists. Alright, I, I want to identify it, and I want to gently, with you, working with you, poke it and prod it and examine it and see if it holds up to a few simple questions. Because if it's not real, if it's not real, I'm not saying that it's not real, but if it wasn't real, wouldn't you want to know about it? Um, you know, my, my mind is like, I'm already convinced. Like, there's there's no way like that you can ever like tell me that God does not exist. I, I would never, t I'm not here to tell you anything. I try to find, if I say one thing of like, if I assert something, Let's say I assert one thing, I feel obligated to ask 20 questions. Like the ratio of me telling you something and asking you a question should be extremely high on the question side of it. What I want to do is ask questions to get you to reflect on why you hold it. That's it. I'm using Socratic questioning. I'm not doing what the people at the booths do where they tell you their story and they tell you why you should believe it and they tell you what to believe. I know we're, we're in a culture where a lot of people do that and that's not the angle that I'm coming at with this. How much information have you already compiled? What? How much information have you already compiled just by talking to Christians? And I mean, I'm not, it's not like I have like a database or something <laughs> that I'm like compiling stuff. So why, like, why haven't you made a decision? Because, hi. Do you need her? Yeah, we had a person. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. What was the What was your last question? Yeah. Like, yeah. What was the question again? Why? Why is it? Or like, 
when do you think that you'll, you'll make a final decision? When, because I'll tell you, I can answer it. Okay. When I have a good reason to believe it. I just, Like some evidence would be good for me. You know, going off of a testimony, like I think you really believe it. I think you're sincere in it. Um, but uh, even if I had an experience, I think I'd probably struggle to be certain, as certain as you are, that it's true. But I respect your right to believe in this, for sure. Honestly, you can do that, but um, I'm not going to be presenting counter-apologetics. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that atheist-theist debate going on where the, the believer says this and the, and the atheist says this. Okay. This is a completely different approach to understand the methodology that you're using to be so confident that the belief is true. That's all. So, yeah, it was a pleasure. Could you please think about it a little bit? Uh, you've, got, you've got my number. I'm going to give you my card again. Just in case you change your mind. But like I said, this doesn't work. Like, it's not effective for me and it's not going to be effective for you if you feel pressured to do it. So I don't want you to feel pressured. The ball is always going to be in your court to go at this however you want to go at it. Alright? It's a pleasure to talk to you too. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Were you heading this way? Yeah. Yeah, alright. Okay, bye. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.